What's happening, everybody? Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, fueled, as always, by Nerd Tees. I haven't been giving Nerd Tees nearly enough love lately. Today's blend is Root Beer Float. It is my last cup of Root Beer Float before I have to order some new ones. So first things first, rest in peace, Root Beer Float. And now, to steal a line from Rocky from the Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon, now here's something we hope you'll really like. Welcome to my picks for the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Yeah, you heard that right. Okay, so first things first, this is a podcast. I haven't been showing my SoundCloud audience enough attention, giving them enough love lately. So this is a podcast. We'll be on both SoundCloud and YouTube. So if you subscribe to me on SoundCloud, iTunes, anything like that, Stitcher, maybe even, who knows. If you subscribe to me anywhere else but YouTube, this will be available to you, but it's also going to be on the YouTube channel. Number two, um, I have absolutely no credibility in talking about world football. I mean, I watch the World Cup once every four years. I watch Olympic soccer once every four years, both men's and women's, because Canada's women's team is actually pretty damn good. So I do watch the biggest tournaments on the world stage, but I mean, I don't watch club league football. That is just a snore to me. But I, I will watch the big international tournaments, but that's, you know, every four years. So what in the world do I have to say about world football? And I'm right there with you, except for one thing. Four years ago at the last World Cup, I went on this crazy stupid run of predicting games correctly. It was something like 14 or 16 games in a row in the group stage, which I thought was, again, ridiculous because I'm just a schlub and I really don't know what I'm talking about. So that's when I started thinking, maybe I have this like Jedi-like intuition with world football and I've never touched the World Cup on my channel at all ever before. So what the hell? Why not give it a shot? See what comes from it. So here's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be going through all eight of the groups in the 2018 FIFA World Cup. I'm going to give you their FIFA rankings, kind of talk about the teams just, again, a very little bit, the very littlest bit that I can talk about the teams. We're going to predict the two teams from each group that are going to then advance to the knockout stage, and then we're going to go round by round in the knockout stage until we get to my ultimate 2018 World Cup champion. I don't imagine this is going to be a lot of in-between. These picks are either going to be fantastic or they're going to be garbage. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of in-between. So take this ride with me. Let's get into our predictions for the group stage of the FIFA World Cup. So, of course, we're going to start things off at the top. Group A is a group that consists of Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Uruguay is very clearly the powerhouse in this group. Actually, I think this is probably the weakest group in the entire World Cup. Uruguay is definitely the power here. They're the number 14 ranked team in the FIFA rankings. They've actually increased by three spots in the rankings since the teams were announced. Every other team in this group has fallen from where they were when the original groups were announced. Egypt is currently the 45th ranked team in the FIFA rankings, and they've dropped 15 spots from number 30 to number 45 since the actual teams were announced. Saudi Arabia, number 67, they've fallen four spots. And here's the one that I can't understand the most. It's Russia. Russia's hosting this tournament. Now, again, my, my brain doesn't really wrap around 
world football so much, I have to take it back to my wheelhouse, which is hockey. Imagine that your team is hosting the Memorial Cup. And imagine that you go into that tournament a worse team than you were two months prior, at least standings-wise. That boggles my mind. Like, if Russia, they know they're going to be hosting the tournament, why would they not be playing as much as they possibly could to be as good as they possibly could be heading into a tournament like this? I don't see that they're doing that. Again, they've dropped five spots. They're number 70 in the world rankings now. They're still the worst-ranked team in this group. They're basically the worst-ranked team in the entire tournament. And I realize it works differently. We're talking about national, a national team versus a club league in, in, in a different sport. So, I mean, I realize that we're talking about different things. But still, it, it just strikes me as like that's it's the most unforgivable that Russia has fallen in their ranking since the teams were first announced. Moving on, Group B consists of Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and the Republic of Iran. So obviously you got Portugal who would be the favorite in this group. They're the number four ranked team in the FIFA rankings. They've actually dropped down one. They were number three when the teams were announced. Spain just holding on inside the top 10. They are at number 10 having fallen two spots. You've got Morocco who's the 41st ranked team in FIFA, but they have increased seven spots from 48 when the teams were originally first announced. Iran, kind of treading water, number 37 in the world, minus three in their ranking since the teams were announced. So you've got your obvious powerhouses in that group of Portugal and Spain. The real question is, can either Iran or Morocco even step to Spain, much less step to Portugal? That'll be the only question that'll need answering in that group. We move on to Group C, and I don't think it's actually considered the group of death, but when the teams were first announced, this was my particular group of death. Because you got France, number seven ranking in FIFA. They have not moved since the teams were announced. They're at number seven. You have Australia. They're only at number 36 in the FIFA rankings, which is not great, but they have increased seven spots in the FIFA rankings since the teams were announced. Australia, you could consider them a team on the rise. Then you've got Peru. They're at number 11. They were at number 10 when the teams were announced, but they're still the number 11 team in FIFA. And then you've got Denmark. They were 19th when the teams were announced. They are now tied for 12th with England. So this is a team that could be considered essentially on par with a powerhouse in this tournament in England. So you're looking at a number, the number 7 team, the number 11 team, and the number 12 team, or tied for number 12, considered to be on par with England. This is my particular group of death. There is not going to be a single easy game in Group C. Even though Australia is only 36, any of these four teams could move on to the knockout stage. Group D is headed by a familiar name, Argentina, the number five ranked team in FIFA. They've fallen one spot from number four from when the teams were announced. Iceland, same thing for them. They're number 22. They were number 21, so they have fallen a spot as well. You've got Croatia, who is at number 20. They've fallen two spots from 18 when the teams were announced. And then Nigeria bringing up the rear in this group, number 48 ranked in FIFA. They've actually fallen seven spots. So every team in Group D has fallen from where they were ranked originally when the teams were announced. Obviously, Nigeria making the biggest fall. 
I don't think Nigeria is going to have much of anything in this tournament. So really, it's just a matter of between Iceland and Croatia, who gets that second spot after Argentina. Group E, another group that you can probably look at as pretty front-loaded. You've got Brazil, the number two team in FIFA. They were number two when the teams were announced. They have not moved. Then you've got Switzerland. Switzerland was originally number 11 when the teams were first announced. They have moved up to number six in the FIFA rankings. Switzerland is making a case here that maybe as a team on the rise, they could step to a team like Brazil. So very much front-loaded here in Group E. You've got Costa Rica at number 23 in FIFA. They were number 22 when the teams were announced, so they've fallen one spot. Serbia, the fourth team in this group, number 34 in the FIFA rankings, but they were number 38 originally, so they've moved up four spots since then. Again, another question here of can either Costa Rica or Serbia step to Switzerland, much less step to Brazil in Group E. Group F, another tough group here. You've got Germany, obviously, number one ranked team in FIFA, the best, arguably the best world football team on the planet. You've got Mexico at number 15 in the FIFA rankings. They were 16, so they've come up one. Sweden at number 24, they were 25, so they've come up one. And then you've got South Korea, the Korean Republic, who is might be at 57 in the FIFA rankings, but they have increased by five. They were originally 62. A team on the rise, but in this group, probably too little too late. If you take Korea Republic and put them in Group A... I think there's a pretty good chance that they could be the team to move on, but they're not in Group A, they're in Group F, so that's going to be a really tough road for them. I think the real debate there is going to be between Mexico and Sweden. I think Germany, it's a given that Germany's going to get through, but between Mexico and Sweden, that's a pretty good matchup. I'm actually really interested to see what happens there. Two more left here, kids. Group G is headlined by Belgium, now the number three team in FIFA. They were number five originally, so they've moved up two spots since that time. You've got Panama, who's actually the lowest ranked team in this group at number 55. They've actually fallen six spots from 49 when the teams were announced. Then you've got Tunisia, number 21 in FIFA, but they've increased by seven since the teams were announced. Tunisia is a team on the rise. And then, as we mentioned before, England tied for 12th in the FIFA rankings. That's exactly where they were when the teams were announced. So England holding strong in their position. You'd be, I'd be interested to see between Tunisia and England. I wonder if Tunisia does have anything for England, can possibly step to England to probably join Belgium in the knockout stage. And our final group here, Group H, I think is going to be one of the more interesting groups in the knockout stage, sorry, not the knockout stage, the group stage of the World Cup. You got Poland. Poland headlines this group, the number eight ranked team in FIFA. They've fallen two spots from six from when the teams were first announced. Senegal, number 27 in the FIFA rankings, but they have increased by five from 32. So a team on the rise there for sure. You've got Colombia, number 16 ranking in FIFA. They've fallen three spots. And then Japan, the team that has fallen the most, even more than Egypt, who fell 15 spots. Japan, now number 61 in FIFA. They've fallen 17 spots since the teams were announced. That is probably the cannon fodder of Group H. So, now we know the teams. Now who's going to move through from the group stage to the knockout stage? We'll start back up in Group A. That was the Uruguay group. And again, 
I think Uruguay is the powerhouse in this group. I think Uruguay gets through with the top seed in Group A. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. And the other ones, again, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Russia. By rankings, it should be Egypt. But man, Egypt has fallen off the face of the planet here, dropping 15 spots in just a couple of months. So honestly, I'm going to kind of give Russia the hometown bump here. They might be the worst ranked team in the entire tournament, but they've got home field advantage and you can't understate, you can't understate, you can't overstate how much home field advantage matters in big tournaments like this with beatable competition. Saudi Arabia is beatable. Egypt has clearly now proven that they are beatable. So I'm going to give it to Russia. It's a big upset, but I've got Russia as the number two seed out of Group A to join Uruguay in the knockout stage. Group B, like we talked about, the only question here is, can either Morocco or Iran step to Portugal and Spain? I don't personally think so. So we're going to move Portugal and Spain through to the knockout round in Group B. I've got Portugal with the top seed and Spain as the number two team out of Group B. Group C, my personal group of death, like I talked about, France number 7, Peru number 11, Denmark tied for 12th, Australia might be 36th, but they've come up 7 spots. So this is the group where, again, I believe there will be no easy games in this group. And the big upset here, I would have to call this a big upset, even though the rankings are pretty close. I've got Denmark moving through to the knockout stage, but not only do I have them going to the knockout stage, I've got Denmark taking the top seed in Group C. And joining Denmark in the knockout stage from Group C will be Peru. I've got France as the number three team in Group C, which means they will not make it out of the group stage. It's an upset all the way around. I like Denmark as the top seed, Peru as seed number two, coming out of Group C into the knockout stage. This is probably the group where I feel like I will be the most wrong because, I mean, this could legitimately be France and Australia as the big upset, but I just, I love, but I love the fact that Denmark has proven that they are so ready for this world stage, coming up from 19 to basically now being on par with a team like England. So I'm really impressed by that, and so that's why I'm going to give it to Denmark. And like I say, then it comes down to Peru and France. I think Peru beats France straight up, so I'm going to give Peru the second seed. Uh, Group D, Argentina is not a question mark in this. Argentina will definitely move through as the top seed out of Group D. Then it's, again, kind of between Croatia and Iceland. Croatia's fallen a little bit farther than Iceland has. I'm actually going to take the minor upset here, and I'm going to go Iceland. I'm going to move Iceland through as the number two seed from Group D to go into the knockout stage alongside Argentina. Group E, no question marks in this group as far as I'm concerned. Brazil and Switzerland are the two powers in this group. Brazil and Switzerland will be moving on to the knockout stage. I don't think Costa Rica steps to Switzerland. I can see Serbia stepping to Costa Rica, but I don't see either of them stepping to either Switzerland or Brazil. So that I think is something that you can lock in Brazil and Switzerland to the knockout stage. 
Group F, I would have to say Germany would have to be a guarantee here. Again, they're probably the best team on the planet. So let's move Germany through to the knockout stage. Then the real question is Mexico or Sweden. Again, Mexico, 15th ranked team. Sweden, 24th ranked team. When you think soccer, one of the great teams that you think of all time, you think Mexico. So it would be logic, you know, would stand to reason that Mexico would be the team that would move through here. I'm actually going to go with the upset here, and it's a pretty big one as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to go Sweden. I think Sweden beats Mexico straight up. Again, it's an upset, but I just got a feeling about this team. So let's take Sweden over Mexico. It's a pretty decent-sized upset. Sweden joins Germany in the knockout stage from Group F. Group G and Group H, unfortunately, I don't believe there is any real debate about these two groups. Group G... It's going to be Belgium and England. I mean, again, number three team, number 12. Tunisia might step to England as the, you know, the number 21 team coming up from number 28 in the FIFA rankings. But honestly, I think it's going to be Belgium and England. There's the slightest chance of Tunisia with the upset there. But I'm going to go Belgium and England. And then Group H, Poland, obviously the strength in this group. There is kind of a question mark between Colombia and Senegal because it's two teams going in opposite directions. What was originally, what, a 13, would have been a 13 versus a 32, is now a 16 versus a 27, which is significantly closer. And it's pretty close to the Sweden-Mexico upset. But we're going to play it safe here, and we're going to go Colombia. So I'm going to take Colombia as the number two seed to join Poland in the knockout stage out of Group H. So to run that down one more time, Group A, I'm taking Uruguay, number one, and Russia in the upset, big upset, as number two. Group B, I'm taking Portugal as one, Spain as two. Group C, Denmark, pretty decent-sized upset there as the number one, and Peru, a little-sized upset there as the number two. Group D, we're going to go Argentina and then Iceland in a minor upset to take the number two seed out of Group D. Group E, Brazil 1, Switzerland 2. Group F, Germany 1, obviously, and then Sweden in the upset over Mexico as 2. Group G, we're going to go Belgium number 1 and England number 2. And in Group H, we're going to go Poland 1 and Colombia 2. Now, assuming I have this matchup thing right, that's going to lead to knockout stage matchups, round of 16 of the following. Uruguay, Spain, Denmark, Iceland, Brazil, Sweden, Belgium, Colombia, Portugal, Russia, Argentina, Peru, Germany, Switzerland, and Poland versus England. Again, I certify that I believe I have these correct. If I have them wrong, please scream at me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure that I've got the seeding correct. So assuming that I do, we're going to take the first match up there, which was Uruguay and Spain. That is A1 versus B2. Originally, I actually had Uruguay winning this game, but again, you look at Group A, Uruguay is not going to have any competition in Group A. They're going to cruise through Group A, and then having to step to a team like Spain that is a power in world football, originally I had them winning the game in an upset, I'm not going to give it to them this time around. I've got Spain on top of Uruguay to knock Uruguay out of the tournament. Then again, Denmark, Iceland. Denmark, a pretty big upset to get the number one seed there in C. 
Iceland, a decent sized upset to get the second seed in Group D. I'm going to kind of go with Denmark there. Again, I just, I love how Denmark has sort of come up in the world rankings or in the FIFA rankings at the very least. So as a team on the rise, I'm going to take Denmark there to move through to the quarterfinals to play Spain. Uh, Brazil, Sweden. Sweden will be a great story to get out of Group F as the second seed. That is where it stops. They have absolutely nothing for Brazil. So Brazil over Sweden. Then we've got Belgium and Colombia. Belgium and Colombia, I think it's actually going to be a pretty good game. I like Belgium in that one. Again, Colombia now having sort of slipped a couple of spots. Originally, they were basically like a top 12 team in FIFA. They've fallen down a little bit, not going in the right direction. Belgium is going in the right direction, increasing their FIFA ranking. So I'm going to go Belgium in this one. Belgium over Colombia to meet Brazil in the quarterfinal. Uh, Portugal, Russia. Again, Russia, like Sweden, excellent story to get through to the knockout stage. And that is as far as it goes. Portugal in a walk over Russia. I mean, that could be that could be four, five, six goals maybe for Portugal if they if they really want to stretch things out. But Portugal, I think, will will run over Russia in that game. So we're going to have Portugal move on. Then we've got Argentina, Peru. I don't think Peru has much of anything for a team like Argentina. So we're going to have Argentina move on. And that's an incredible quarterfinal matchup right there. Portugal, Argentina. Germany, Switzerland, one versus six in the FIFA rankings. This was originally would have been a one versus 11 because, again, Switzerland has really been on the rise in the last couple of months. I think it's going to be an excellent game. Probably one of, if not the best game in the round of 16 would be Germany-Switzerland. That could be something that goes to penalties. Like I think Switzerland's really going to give Germany a run for their money in this one. And that's going to make Germany a better team moving forward because I do think they will move forward. I'm going to take Germany. That's going to be a tight game. I like that game. But I'm going to take Germany over Switzerland. And then the last game in the round of 16 would be Poland versus England. That is, what is that? That would be an eight versus a 12. That's a pretty damn close matchup. I actually like England in a minor upset there. I think England will have to go through tougher competition than Poland will. So I think you're going to, I got to go with that. So I'm going to take England minor upset over Poland to get into the quarterfinal round to face off with Germany. Going to take a pause here before we get to the quarterfinals to remind you, nerdtees.ca, promo code BWFINEST, save yourself 15% at checkout, free shipping in Canada on any order over 50 bucks. If you're in the United States, you get a great bounce on the Canadian dollar conversion. The, for the conversion to the U.S. dollar is still really, really strong right now. So look, you get a great amount off if you're shopping from the United States. Shipping is really reasonable. If you're an American friend, fan, whatever, there's it's a great time to try Nerd Tees. It's a great product. I really, really recommend it. I've had a few of my American friends try it, and they absolutely love it. I've had some of my Canadian friends try it. They absolutely love it. NerdTees.ca. Promo code BWFINEST. Our quarterfinal matchups in the 2018 FIFA World Cup look like this. Spain versus Denmark, Brazil versus Belgium, Portugal versus Argentina, and Germany versus England. So go back to the top there, Spain versus Denmark. Again, originally I had Uruguay in this game 
instead of Spain, but Uruguay is just not going to get the competition in Group A that I think they need to beat a team like Spain. So Spain, Denmark, I don't particularly think Spain is a superpower in this tournament. They don't strike me as a team that a lot of teams are going to fear. Denmark, again, maybe I just love that story of a team on the rise. I'm going to take Denmark here in the upset. I've got Denmark beating Spain in the quarterfinals of the knockout stage to go to the semis to play the winner of Brazil, Belgium. That's going to be an incredible game. That is what? A two versus three? That is a two versus three in the FIFA World Cup, in the FIFA rankings, in the quarterfinals. Like that's going to be one of the games of the tournament. I got to give it to Brazil. I think Brazil is a team that I would fear. Brazil is a team that I would not want to play. I think they're incredibly motivated this tournament. So they're not a team that I want to play. And that's going to be a great game, but I'm going to give it to Brazil. So that's going to leave us a semifinal matchup of Denmark versus Brazil. I felt like the Street Fighter announcer there for a second. Down on the other side of the knockout stage, we're going to go Portugal Argentina. What a great game that is going to be. That is a four versus a five matchup in the FIFA World Rankings in the quarterfinals. What a great matchup we're going to have there. I'm going to give the slightest of slight edges to Argentina. I have a little bit of a vested interest in this because I I had a professor in university who was Argentinian and he was probably one of my favorite professors in university. So I kind of, on the inside, I kind of cheer a little bit for Argentina. I think that's going to be an incredible game. I'm going to give the slightest of edges, like I said, to Argentina to move on to the semifinals to take on the winner of Germany, England. England, I think, will be a great run. Uh, The number 12 seed making it to the final eight of the World Cup. I think that's a great run for England. I think that's probably where it stops. I don't think England is going to step to Germany here. I think Germany is just too talented up front. The defenders are too good. I just don't see England getting past Germany. So we're going to move Germany on beating England and move them into the semifinals to play Argentina. 2018 FIFA World Cup semifinal matchups of Denmark, Brazil, and Argentina, Germany. And as much as I've given love to Denmark, as much as I want to take Denmark in a big, big upset to beat Brazil and go to the World Cup final, as much as I want to do that, I can't do that. I got to go with what I legitimately feel. And I legitimately feel that Brazil is going to be in the World Cup final. So I have to go Brazil over Denmark to make it to the finals of the World Cup to play the winner of Argentina, Germany, which will be Germany. I'm starting to feel like I'm predicting the NBA. I'm just predicting a one versus two championship. But I got Germany beating Argentina. Those are going to be two incredible semifinal matchups. Again, even as somebody that isn't a gigantic fan of soccer, like world soccer, I can so get behind. The World Cup, I can so get behind. The Olympics, I can so get behind. So I can get behind this. I can get excited for these great elite high-level matchups on the world stage. I can really get juiced up and really get behind those. Argentina-Germany is a game, get your popcorn, because that's going to be a fun game to watch. I got to go Germany for a World Cup final of Germany versus Brazil. 
And since this is all fun anyway, we're going to send this bad boy two penalty kicks and in penalty kicks by a score of four to three, my 2018 FIFA World Cup champion is Brazil. That's going to make a lot of local friends and fans very upset because there's a huge, huge contingent of Germany fans that live pretty darn close to me. Like not soccer hooligans by any means, but just Nova Scotia's got a lot of Germans. So that's going to make them upset. But I, I had a feeling before the tournament was like before the tournament was seeded, I was like, man, I've just got this feeling about Brazil. And that's all I can go on because I'm not an educated soccer fan. I don't pretend to be one. I don't even play one on TV. I'm not an educated soccer fan. I've just got a feeling about Brazil. That's literally all it is. That's my pick. I got a Germany-Brazil final. And I've got Brazil as your 2018 FIFA World Cup champion. All right, folks, that's it for me, Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, fueled as always by Nerd Tees, Germany and Brazil in the World Cup final. I'm giving it to Brazil. Who do you like in the World Cup? What upsets do you think are going to happen? What big powerhouse teams do you think might not even make it to the knockout stage? France is my pick, but what's yours? I'm really interested to hear about this. I'm interested to know how many soccer fans I actually have on in my community, in my in my kind of network. So I'm really interested to find out all that. Let me know everything in the comments section below on SoundCloud or on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and the content we we ain't even done this week. Stay tuned.